Welcome to the Woman of Wellness podcast, a show for the woman who wants to make peace with food, love her body, and find joy in exercise and movement. I'm Elizabeth, exercise physiologist and women's nutrition and wellness coach here to spread the message that it is absolutely possible for you to enjoy food, exercise, and your body without guilt, shame, or regret. To the woman who is fed up with dieting, feels trapped in a body she wishes she could love, or who lets food and fitness rules overtake her life, it's time to put a hard stop on diet culture and discover wellness within. My friend, you are already a woman of wellness. Your worth is more than a number on the scale. You are worthy of showing up in love for your body today and every day. On this podcast, I want you to show up as yourself, beautifully imperfect and gain confidence to accomplish anything you set your mind to. I believe that every woman has the gift of knowing what her body truly wants and needs within herself and I'm here to help you discover it. Join me each week for conversations about food, fitness, weight loss, and wellness to help you achieve your goals and love taking care of your unique body. It's a lie that wellness has to be hard, painful, and downright miserable, and I'm ready to link arms with you and experience the joy of wellness together. Welcome to today's episode. I thought we would have a little bit of fun um, I don't know about you, but it's summer and I just like things to be a little more lighthearted around here and sometimes have a little fun episode here and there. And I was thinking about what I would share today. And I thought, I want to share a little bit more about my experience with journaling and also how it relates to wellness and how you can find joy in journaling. And I should probably add to the title, like, and change in journaling and what journaling can bring about for you? Like what change can come as a result of it? And, um, I, I think like everyone has a, a stigma of journaling, right? Everyone has their own definition or their own, not definition, but like experience of journaling. And I thought I'd share a little bit more of my experience with journaling and why what I do now is very different and how it relates to um, how I use it to create change in my life. Okay. So as a kid, you know, everyone said like, keep a diary, keep a journal. And it's funny because I do have bins of journals and I don't ever remember being very consistent, but I must've at some point because I do have a few of them. Um, and they're very interesting to read <laughs> because they're more based on like, well, this boy is really cute, but he doesn't really like me or, <laughs> you know, all those things <laughs> tonight we did this. And, and he's, this guy said that, and my friends did this, you know, and it was very much like a log, <laughs> um, just like a, 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 a log of things that I did. And that's kind of how I, what I thought journaling was. That's, that's what I knew of journaling. And so I, I wanted to keep it up and it was so interesting because if there's one area of my life that it's like so perfectly relatable, it's journaling (laughs) relatable to your wellness journey, because I'm not kidding the amount of perfect journals I have purchased to perfectly write in on January 1st, 
I mean, I could like, I probably at least have, have had 20 or 30 or more at least, um, even more than January 1st, right? You, you usually do January 1st, but then you like get in the middle of the year and you're like, oh, there's a cute one and I need that. And I'm going to start this time. And then there's usually one entry in it. <laughs> How relatable is that to our wellness journey, right? We want to start everything perfectly. And then there's literally one deposit <laughs> and we expect everything to change from that one deposit, right? So that was my, that was kind of my relationship with journaling was like, I had to make it as kind of like a history almost, or, you know, just a part, just telling about my life. Well, I did that for so many years and it never stuck, never stuck. And maybe some of you can relate to this. Um, but it wasn't until I found the joy in journaling to create change that everything shifted for me. And I want to help you find that for yourself, whether you're a journaler or not. Like I'm hopeful that I can have, I can share some tips um, today to help you improve your journaling, to maybe get started, what that definition means and how to create your own definition, right? Your own approach. Um, And also, you know, what it can do for you, where to start and how to avoid some of the common, what I might call pitfalls. (laughs) So let's, let's kind of talk about this. Um, the first thing that I, I want to, um, bring up is what is, I want you to think like, what might be the purpose of journaling for you? And if I can paint, oh, this is going to require me to have some skills here, but I want to paint an image for you that I, one of my clients shared with me, um, a few weeks ago about, you know, she, she was in food freedom and we've been coaching too. And, um, she shared this picture. So we have a lot of journaling prompts inside food freedom that you work through. Okay. And I'm also helping you find joy in journaling so that you can work through some of these prompts in food freedom. Um, but we have, she sent me this picture of, um, this person with their, just like just their head. And it shows kind of, it's just like a, a drawing, just like a, a sketch and it shows their brain. And it's like all intertwined and twisted. It just shows a bunch of lines all twisted up and like all crazy messy. Right. And then the next image next to that shows this person with a journal and their brain is clear and their journal has all the lines and the messes in it. And I thought this was a perfect analogy. How often do we exist? How often are we messy in our own heads? (laughs) right? How often do we exist in our own heads? And we have stories in our heads. We have perfect plans in our heads, all of these things. And it never goes anywhere. It just exists in our heads and it contributes to mental exhaustion, right? Like, oh, it just, it feels overwhelming. And that can happen a lot with, um, you know, our relationship with food and all that. Like we have all these stories up in our head and we haven't been able to work them out. And what the journal does is it helps take those, that mess in our head and put it out on paper. And it removes it. It removes the tangled mess from the head and it helps you like untangle it in the journal. That's the power of journaling. It takes your stories. It takes the things holding you back. It takes all the mental messiness 
and helps you create change because it's not in your head now, it's out. And when you get it out, that's the first step in changing or doing something about it. Okay. So that that's the power of journaling. And then from there, you know, sometimes we can get a big mess out and like free, write, Or other times, you know, we might make lists or whatever. And so that's kind of like the second thing that I want to get to is don't set any expectations for yourself of what it's supposed to be. So often, you know, I have people say, well, what, it, what should my journal look like? Or what should I put in it? And what the best thing that I can say is take what's happening in your brain and put it on the paper in whatever capacity that looks like for you. So that's the first step um, is to just take your brain and put it on paper. Basically, that's the first step. Um, And then from there, you can decide what to do with that. So a couple things that I do, let me give you a few examples. Like, how, how do you start? Like, where do you start? I usually give myself, I'm very intuitive, meaning I don't always have the same schedule, which is different for me, but I've been leaning into that more and more over the last few years. And it's been a game changer for me. So I, you know, have, I kind of have like a general schedule of, you know, I, I exercise like most mornings of the week. Um, sometimes it's, you know, like a good strength training or a running workout. Sometimes it's just a walk, like just to get my brain kind of cleared or whatever. And then Um, I'll come home and journal through it, but I always like to set some intentional time to journal, to process my thoughts. And when do I do this? Intentionally, I do it in the mornings because that's when my brain is most active. Some people find their brains are more active in the evenings. Um, Like you can't sleep and you need to get that stuff out. I find myself like I, if I wake up at four or five and Like if I see five o'clock, there's no way I'm going back to sleep because my brain is like, okay, a billion things I got to do today. Like that's my brain. And so I intentionally have a few mornings a week where I just, I write my thoughts. I just brain dump what's going on. Uh, Maybe I'll hold on to some struggles that I'm um, struggling with or, um, you know, things like that. Like, what do I want to do for this? Or what's, what's, I just brain dump, literally just like, I just write my thoughts and my feelings. Some of them are weird. Some of them, like, there's no expectation here, but it helps me get it out and, and then do something with it. The other, so, so I have, first I have some intentional time. I know that it helps me to get, I'm a very um, visual learner and I always in school, like I would never be able to take notes on a computer, although we didn't have computers. Well, I guess I had, I had a laptop. I think I'm getting old. I think I had a laptop in grad school. Um, we didn't have computers back in my day. We didn't have computers. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Anyway, I could not take notes on the computer because I would not remember it. But if I wrote something down, I would remember it. And some people like to journal with pictures or pretty words. I am not artistic at all. Um, 
but maybe you see things in pictures and you and you can journal through the pictures right like pretty words pretty fonts like calligraphy whatever how do you retain information i retain information by writing it down so it's a mixture of visually seeing it and tactilely is that a word um doing like writing it so that's the first thing that i do is is really just kind of get all my thoughts and and be really intentional about that i try to give myself a few mornings a week where I just intentionally write. Sometimes I'll go on a walk and then I'll come back with a whole bunch of thoughts spinning and I'll get them out on paper. Um, the other thing that I do is I just, I take, I take my journal with me for kind of like reactive situations. What do I mean by this? Maybe I'm, um, you know, maybe I like, for example, maybe I'm at the dentist and I have to wait a really long time and I just have some thoughts that I've been trying to work through and I, and that's a good time for me to do it. Or I'll just take it in my car or I'll take it on a vacation, just knowing that like, okay, if there's any, you know, times that I have to kind of work through some of the stuff that's been on my brain, I'm just going to pull it out. And so I have some intentional time where I actually go into it with the idea of I'm going to write some things. Um, and then I also have some, I just kind of keep it close by so that I can work through something if I need it. Um, I don't always use it, right? But it is very powerful to take what you think is in your head and put it on paper and be like, oh, I see it in this way. Now it's different, right? Sometimes the way that we think about it in our heads is so different than when we put it to words. And there's power in seeing those words out loud and being like, okay, what do I need to do with this now? Okay. So that's what I would say. Like if you're, if you're wanting to start, I would say, don't be perfect at it. Don't, don't, ex don't have high expectations for it. Let it just be a resource for you to like one of your tools in your toolbox tool belt as a woman of wellness is a journal to help you work through things. Why am I struggling to follow through on that habit that I really want to create. What is it? What's the story in my mind? What's happening? Oh yeah. You know what? I'm not getting that much sleep. How is it? How am I expecting myself to wake up that early? Like for some reason we think we can work through it in our head, but the power of being able to work through it on paper is so different. I could probably find a quote about that or a scientific study um, on that, but, but essentially like it is so powerful to be able to get it into words. Um, and you know, if you're not, if you're not a visual journaler, the other option is to have a verbal journal and lots of people are also verbal processors and you could have, um, a, you know, you could use the note, uh, the voice memos on your phone you could download Boxer. It's a free app um, where you can communicate just like voice messages back, back and forth with friends. <clears throat> so you could do something like that. Um, but it, I want you to think like, how do I learn? How do I process things best? And how can I get them out of my head? There's physical journaling. There's 
verbal journaling. It doesn't matter. The point is that is that you find joy in it because it helps you take those next step. It's steps. It doesn't keep you stuck. So where do you start? You just start. You just grab a notebook, no expectations, maybe set some intentional days, or maybe just say, I'm going to carry it with me. When I have a thought, I'm going to write it down. It doesn't matter. And see how it works. And then I wanted to kind of jump into how do we then avoid some of the, what I might call common pitfalls. <laughs> um, there's two things that I'm famous for. Um, like I said at the beginning, I am famous for trying to start, start it perfectly and failing miserably. <laughs> so do not try to start your journal perfectly. Just let it be there when you need when you need it. There's no expectation of having it be Monday, Wednesday, Friday, right? That's not your vision of a woman of wellness. And that's not the purpose of the journal. The purpose of the journal is to support you when you need it. And sometimes you don't need it on Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Sometimes you need it on Tuesday and Saturday, right? Sometimes you don't need it for the week, but the next week you write 10 pages. So the first thing that I would say to avoid any like, you know, sabotage or failure or whatever you want to call like, you know, not finding joy in it, not following through on it is just to release any expectation you have. Finding joy in something is all about releasing expectations, right? Because the joy I'd be, I'd be, I'd be willing to say that Joy can only be experienced in the present moment. And expectations are in the future. The joy that you can experience in, in journaling is in that moment of working through it. And then going back and saying, yeah, look at what I did. So that's the first thing. The second thing that I'm sort of embarrassed to say out loud, but this is something that I'm working on and, and working through. I'm really good at using my journal to what I might call proc procrastinate plan. <laughs> Do you know what I mean by that word? Um, some of you will know immediately. Procrastinate planning means I use my journal sometimes to avoid taking action. Um, I, I almost try to find a reason to work through more things. And sometimes we don't need to work through all the things. Sometimes we need to take action and don't let the journal be a crutch for taking action. So I would just, I would just kind of recommend like the best you can to not let it be something that holds you back from also taking action. And if it does, then you need to say, okay, maybe I need to dial it down on the journaling and take more action compared to how much I write or something like just kind of asking yourself. Cause I would find myself, I would find myself wanting to journal every morning just so I didn't have to do something else because I like, I was stuck in that something and I let it keep me stuck. I let the journal, I let working through my stories, I let working through my emotions hold me back from actually taking the action. 
right? It's okay that there's space to work through it, <clears throat> but don't forget that it's, it's there to help you work through the fears, work through the stories, work through the setbacks, and then do something with them. So I hope this was a fun episode for you. I would encourage you to find a journal. Um, if you find one, tag me on Instagram. I want to see what, or message me. I want to see what you got. Um, I always think there's joy in finding a really fun journal. Um, and you know, it's pretty and all of that. I usually keep them pretty small. I have just one, um, that I usually just use. Sometimes I'll separate it. Like most of the journaling that I do is about business and, you know, what I'm doing here and working through like, you know, all that stuff. Um, but sometimes it's parenting and motherhood and, you know, like all of that. <clears throat> so I just kind of keep one, so I don't have to keep track of all of them. Um, I do have a separate one that I've been, that I've been, um, doing like a, a specific approach with that's a story for another day, but, um, so yeah, I would just start with one make it pretty. So it's fun to look at, make it small. So it fits, um, you know, in a backpack or whatever, um, or in a purse so that you can take it with you. Um, and, and just start to, to see the value in it, add it to your toolkit, add it to your, to your tool belt. It's another tool that you can use on your journey toward becoming a woman of wellness. And that's what we are all about here is helping you build those tools and those skills to step into that woman. And for me, this helps tremendously to take that action, to step into that person that I want to become. So I hope you've enjoyed it. Thank you so much for being here and I'll be back next week. Okay, my friend, if you love the Woman of Wellness podcast, did you know that one of the biggest ways you can say thank you is by hitting that subscribe button and leaving a review? This helps the women that need this message have more of a chance of seeing it. And if these messages speak to you, why not share the love? I genuinely care what you think of this podcast. If this particular episode resonated with you, just copy the link and send it to a friend or share it on social media. Make sure to tag me at a woman of wellness and I will be sure to send my love right back. And while you're at it, just come hang out with me on Instagram. I share lots more support over there as well. From the bottom of my heart, thank you for being here. I absolutely mean it.